Hi, I'm Sophie Luxton, and this is Holding the Fire of Motherhood. Hey, everybody. So this is just going to be one of those podcasts from me that is just a little bit messy. I am called to talk about mothers and daughters today. I'm not quite sure what I want to say. I haven't prepared anything. So I will just say it, um, it will be real and probably not very organized or linear. And I'm not expecting that I will have a solution for anything at the end. And I just feel pulled to share. I feel pulled to um, talk about this topic, not knowing where it's going to go. So let's start. The reason that I am thinking about this topic is just because I had this bad morning with my daughter who's nine years old. And there is... A, there is such a tenderness for me about when I am disconnected from my daughter. Oh, you know what else happened? I just realized this. I'm working my way through The Morning Show, which is a show on Netflix. I don't even know if they have more than one season. I'm just on season one, and there's a scene in there where a character is at odds with her daughter and they have been tight and connected and communicating and then something happens and there is anger, there is hurt, there is grief and there is disconnect between the mother and daughter and I I cried. I was sitting on the couch crying. And um, so maybe that's the first part that this, the first place that this started. And then this morning. I, my daughter had to me a completely illogical explosion. I got super frustrated because I am freaking trying hard. And we had a, I shouted at her, which I have done many times before. And I am really practicing not doing but I just lost it this morning. I was so frustrated and angry with her. And um, and then my husband came down and his way of supporting me is sometimes to rush to my aid, which means he then yells at the kid, which just makes it worse. It's the opposite of what I want. And so the disconnect widened, the gap widened. And dropping my daughter off to school this morning, you know, the realization that she was in the moment disconnected from both her father and her mother and going off into a class where she doesn't feel like she has good friends, where she struggles with belonging. My little big heart just cracked. So that's why I'm thinking about mothers and daughters. Here's what I've experienced. I also have a son. Um, I do not get as triggered. I do not go to the emotional depths, the emotional darkness from my son as I do from my daughter. I have been on a journey really since her birth about returning to my mother's stories, how I was mothered, 
what my experience of a mother was like. Um, there has been a huge journey for me and a learning and a practice in trying my best to not label her as me, as a younger me. And even when I see similarities, trying to make sure that I let her be her own person, which is really hard because there is this weird alternate journey that is going on as she grows up. I am remembering, um, I don't have enough specific memories about what actually happened when I was younger and when I was that age, but all the things that she experiences or the challenges that she hits, I, in this really narcissistic way, actually just relate them back to me. And then I want to, to parent her and mother her and love her in through those challenges the way that I wasn't. And yet, I don't know, I'm still working out how to, I just had to see her as her own person. And I find that really difficult. Um, if I could do that, if I could just see her as her own person, then perhaps I would have a better way of, I would be able to parent her from a place that wasn't clogged up with all of my stuff. Um, and I really desire to do that. I desire to give her the freedom from me, to give her freedom from me and my journey. Um, I went to see, was she a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Maybe when my daughter was maybe four or five and I was struggling, I was struggling with belonging, old stories about belonging and love in my family. You know, we are, we are all on this alternate journey when we create our own families. Um, the alternate journey is about, you know, either denying or avoiding or falling into the pit of, or fighting against, or trying to heal our own childhood stories. It's just like, there's there's too many childhoods. There's too many stories inside of a family. <clears throat> um, yeah, this, this, when I went to see the psychiatrist and being in a struggle, I think I only went to see her for two or three sessions. I found it quite, um, for me, it was quite jarring at the time because I had been doing so much movement work and then there I was sitting on a couch, immobilized by my grief and just crying and falling apart. And I, I didn't, um, I didn't see, the, I didn't experience the healing in it except for one realization that really helped me, which was, oh, my relationship with my daughter is not the relationship of myself with my stepmother. It doesn't have to follow the same storyline. They are two different people. They are two different relationships. It doesn't have to be that way. I don't have to approach it in that way. I can be free from the burden of needing to, to be in this relationship while also carrying those stories. 
And that was amazing. So I'm very grateful for her for that insight. And um, yeah, that is one thing that I struggle with. How do I both try to be intuitive about who she is because kids don't always have the language so a lot of the times we're guessing right we're we're guessing on how they feel we're guessing on what they're actually like sometimes we have proof for it and sometimes we're assuming or we're guessing or we're hoping even so how do I both you know pay attention to her um see her as her own person and also recognize what I do know perhaps about her journey. I mean, maybe I don't even know anything. Do you see what I mean about a messy podcast? (laughs) Um, Yeah, maybe I know nothing at all. Maybe my childhood journey actually doesn't need to be a blueprint for anything at all, except for my own healing. I do not know the answer to that question. Here's what I've also learned. Um, I have never experienced as much rage and shame, heartbreak, and desolation as I have with my daughter. Rage when I feel, what, what is it? Rage when I feel Not just defied, although I had a big issue when my ego did really not like to be defied. There was a lot of rage from that. And then the rage of um, thinking that I am trying so hard and I'm doing such a great job at being a great mom and I'm you know, so much better than um, my moms. I grew up with um, stepmother and also had my biological mother in my life you know I'm doing so much better don't you recognize all of that um so yeah but also this yeah this rage of um uh, I don't even know I don't even know it's like ego plus um my ego wrapped up in it plus my desire to have my soul work recognized how hard I'm trying not trying how how well I'm succeeding actually and um and then the deep depths of grief when I have when I have felt her hurt but the weird thing about it is that when I say something or do something it's like the hurt comes right back to me and that's what I'm reacting to actually I'm reacting to almost this like weird Hmm. I'm experiencing it on myself. So in a way, and this is, guys, this is like a hot new awareness for me right now, which is so fascinating. I am reacting not even to her hurt because, of course, I do not understand how she is hurt the ways that she is hurt. I can see it in her body language. I can see it if she cries. I can see it, I can hear it in her words, but I actually do not know because I am not inside her body or in her brain. So what I'm actually reacting to is the the hurt that I have felt in the past in moments like that. It's so weird. Like, please let me know that I'm not alone on this one, guys. Please. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so there's almost this like double layer of tenderness when we come into conflict. When we come into conflict and then also when we feel disconnected. Because for me, what I'm experiencing is not just the disconnection between me and my daughter. It's the disconnection of every time it happened between me and my stepmother. Every time it happened between me and my parents or in my family. It's feeling this ancient disconnection. And it feels impossible to me. And also something that I really desire to master. How to not need to go there all the time because in fact I mean let me think about this for a moment um there's not much there for me to learn from I would say the the pain and the hurt just take me back to my own wounds they fill me with shame which then really fucks me up because I can't operate from a place of Operating from a place of shame is never um, healthy for anyone. And I'm not sure I actually learn anything. I was going to say, do I get motivated by feeling that pain? Do I get motivated to kind of continue on in my journey of how I want to be as a mother? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. That's a very good question to be answered at another time. Um, here's another thing that I've learned and experienced. Um, the, the, everything that I allow space for in my daughter does two things. It allows me to, um, somehow heal those parts of me that were not given space when I was younger. So there's a healing on that side. And then there's also this, um, it's like a healing for her. It's a healing of my younger self. But it also has this very present moment, current time healing. So when I give space for my daughter to be really emotional, I, there's a part of me that is telling my younger self that it's okay to be very emotional, which is not the message that I got. So there's healing there in, in giving the gift of space. I also am telling myself it's okay to need a lot of space and be emotional, to be a little bit too much. That's okay. And then the other cool thing that it does is it has this this ability to heal and to expand me in my current form in my current phase so if Daisy gets to be emotional and big and rebellious so do I as an adult as this adult woman right now um, and the flip side of that is when the the where I've experienced that in a negative constrictive way has been when I have realized that I have expectations of her to be exactly as I want her to be, to follow all of my lessons, to learn from all of my wisdoms, to believe that my way is the right way, to live the life that I decide is the right life for her, 
um, this real perfectionism. And when I became, became as in the past, but become as in, I still do it sometimes, aware of the expectations that I have of her, they coincide and mirror exactly what's going on with me as well. As in, it's impossible to demand perfection from a daughter and not be demanding it from yourself as well. I'll just say that again because that feels really important. I want to remember it. It is impossible to demand perfection from your daughter and not be demanding it from yourself. So when I expect perfection from my daughter, I must also be expecting it from myself, which also means that if I release my daughter from all of my expectations, how she should be, what she should like, um, what she should look like, when I release her of all of those things and just let her be her, then by the very nature of how that works, I also release myself. So, you know, I could go on forever, I think. Here's what I know. When I am able to be in a good state with her, um, I'm in a good state with myself. When I feel deeply all of the ways she triggers me and I become aware of them, I realize that they are all the ways that I want to expand. They are all the things that I want to drop. They are all the old stories that I want to get rid of. She illuminates for me all the ways in which I am not free, trapped, and living in old, constrictive, unhealthy stories. She is, at the same time, my, um, my destruction and my creation. She is my biggest trigger and my biggest healer. She is my salvation. She um, drives me to places that I do not want to go. And my work, as I see it, is to be, to be a warrior inside of those moments and climb myself back out and fucking make a decision on whether she will transform me, she will heal me, she will free me, or whether I will succumb I will succumb to, to, yeah, I, it's almost like I will let the relationship and everything, all the burdens that I have brought to it, just suffocate all of us, like suffocate our relationship, suffocate her, suffocate me. So how does a woman come to a mother-daughter relationship burden-free? doesn't feel possible although you know uh, many things are possible that we think are impossible they're just perhaps very difficult and rare how does a woman bring her experience and her heart from her own journey as a girl into a mother-daughter relationship 
without labeling the daughter as herself and also letting the daughter have her own experience, her own life? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's what I have for today. Send me a message. Let me know I'm not alone. What have you learned about mother-daughter? What are you going through right now? What's the struggle? What's the success? I would love to hear. And um, also wanted to let you know that you can always reach me at, if you want to email me, you can reach me at sophie at sophieluxon.com. You can join my mailing list at sophieluxon.com. And, um, you know, I'm getting stuff together. So if it's not clear to you, send me an email or leave me a message here and let me know what's going on. And as well, if there's something that you want me to talk about, let me know what it is. I'm happy to be a medium for whatever moments we can share together, struggles and glories we can share together. As always, it is my deep pleasure to have your attention, your ears, and your time. And until next week, take sweet care.